huge news, years in the making, my brand new book that my publishers refuse to publish, Money Matrix. Beat the money system and build generational wealth. Understand the three main ways that the banks productize you and make money from you. You'll be able to turn that system against itself, build generational wealth and multiple streams of recurring income. It's all at moneymatrix.cash. And if you're quick, the first few hundred registrants and buyers will receive many special bonuses from me. The brand new Moneymaker Summit three-day special event. Meet me at a champagne reception. Meet me at a multi-millionaire networking dinner. Go now, moneymatrix.cash. This is huge. Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means taking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Something a little bit different, and that is um, therapy in your art, therapy in your business, in your work. I think it's pretty popular right now, isn't it, to have a therapist or a coach. Um, And I think it's fair to say that um, we all need support and help when we're feeling challenged and down. I think there's a lot of people missing a trick in being able to manage their emotions and put it into the work that they do, the mission, the message, to the masses. So um, I realised maybe about a year ago, this is, I'm recording this in my podcast, so if you're listening, thanks for listening to The Disruptive Entrepreneur, and we're nearly, what, 260 episodes in now, and I realised probably 200 episodes in that running this podcast was like therapy for me, Uh, and that was because As I've grown my business and tried to mature as an individual and not always done the best, I'm trying to manage my emotions. I believe that managing your emotions, emotional management and mastery, will help you grow in business and relationships more than anything else. You know, not saying the wrong thing at the wrong time, being magnanimous, uh, being respectful, dealing with conflict, you know, being elegant in terms of difficult situations and challenges and customer relations. You know, if you can manage your emotions well, I'm sure that you've had a situation where you've sent out an email and just, oh, you know, had a massive rant and put that in your pipe and smoke it, or you've been in the car and someone's cut you up and you've turned into a monster. And that's when, you know, you've slightly lost control of those emotions. And and, and that used to happen to me so much. I'm not saying it doesn't at the moment, but it definitely used to happen a lot more. Um, And business, you know, the, the challenges of business and my business growing and managing, what, 70 odd staff and managing a reputation and having a brand where I get a lot of critics, um, you know, has has helped me build that skill. Um, But I never had an outlet. I've always had mentors, but I've never really fully opened up to my mentors about my emotions. Maybe I should have done that. And some people don't want to share their emotions publicly or, you know, with their family. Um, uh, You know, so there's all these people who have therapists and they're getting this emotional catharsis. I found that my podcast was my therapy. My podcast, live feeds, you know, sharing the message with you. That was my catharsis because every day, I don't care who you are and how good life is going, every day you've got critics, trolls, haters, customers, staff, kids, husbands, wives, parents, media. You've got all of these people around you, these entities around you 
which are doing th who are doing things that you disagree with. Um, you know, that they're doing things that you want to fight against. You're, you're probably getting upset, offended, angry. Now, if you react continually um, to every one of those situations, then 20 times a day, you're going to be having a meltdown. And of course, that's just going to push um, people away from you. You're going to have a, a damaged brand, certainly going to stop customers doing business with you. You know, how do you feel when people complain about their customers? Well, you probably imagine that you wouldn't want to be one of their customers. You know, when you're having a discussion with the kids or your partner, that, you know, what they're saying isn't really uh, attached to you and directed at you, but you take it so personally. Someone's asked me to wave, so I will wave. So I'm able to take all these things that happen in the day because, you know, there's this mild things that get to me, maybe dozens a day, and then maybe there's one big thing, and then every few months there's one massive thing. Smile, thank people, deal with it hopefully professionally, and then get home or get to the studio and go and chuck it out into my podcast, just like I'm doing now with this podcast. I really believe that your art, your passion, your music, you know, your, the things that you build, you create, serving your clients, solving your clients' problems, building software, systems, apps, all the things that you do, you can take all the energy that you're holding in and suppressing in the world and point it out towards them and turn bad into good, turn negative into positive, turn pain into great results. Now, had I not had my podcasts, my live feed videos, my books, and in the old days, my art, then I would have definitely been even more internally stressed and angry. And I wouldn't say I'm an angry person, but what I used to do is I was never very good at rejection. Um, I was never very good at conflict. And so all these things that happened in the day, rejection and conflict and all these things, I'd store them rather than dealing with them in the moment. Uh, I didn't know how to deal with them. I'd either deal with them really badly and angrily to react or internally. And, and what happened is I'd store them and every six months I'd have a full on meltdown. Um, like, you know, like if I was doing a few podcast episodes and I kept messing them up, which I still do re frequently, it, 15 years ago, I'd have stopped it, I'd have picked up this equipment and I'd have smashed it against the wall. The amount of phones and lights when I was drawing um, fine art and, um, you know, I made a tiny mistake that a human being couldn't see. I'd pick up the light, I'd throw it. I've broken my foot in two places, also, honestly. And, like, I know this sounds... I shouldn't really be saying this publicly in front of people. Um, but, but that's not because I was an angry person. It was because I'd stored it for so long. In the end, there's this massive release. And this breaks relationships, this breaks great um, clients, it pushes people away from you. And if you live that cycle, then, you know, you could end up being very alone. So what I would say is this, like, you know, like the X-Men who have their special power, but they don't know how to hone it. And at first they spray it everywhere and they do some damage and they learn to hone it and master it and put it into the force for good. Can you take everything that you do in your day, your week, store it internally and then write, maybe write a journal, maybe put it into your art, your products, your services. Maybe you should start a podcast. Maybe you should write a, a book or write a blog. Now, I'll give you some examples of this. Um, I'm going to give you three really different examples. So um, I'm a bit of a closet metal. I love all types of music, um, except popular music. Uh, and Phil Anselmo, lead singer of Pantera, is probably the angriest man that you've ever seen in your life. And he clearly had a load of shit happen to him. Poor guy, goodness knows. And he, he has branded that into the angriest metal you will ever hear. Uh, and because he owned the niche of anger... And then Pantera became huge. And of course, I'm not saying that that totally saved his life in every area. He probably had problems in other areas of his life. Um, we all do. But I thought that was a great way to hone that. And it was, of course, it's in a way easier for musicians and artists 
um, because, you know, that's naturally what we do, poets. But you can do that in your business by creating your products and services and solutions. Fern Cotton, so she has a, a podcast called The Happy Podcast, and she interviews people, and, you know, she's got this brand of happy, and so she can take all the emotional stuff that happens, and maybe some of the challenges she has in the day of staining and maintaining this happiness, because if you look at her Instagram feed, she always looks happy, but she'll have down days and dark days and depression, and she deals with people who've... Uh, um, she interviews people who struggled with that along the way. Um, I think she interviewed, was it Jennifer Saunders or Dawn French? And um, she's had some great guests. Um, and so she turns it into um, her own cathartic therapy. Now, that's my read. I don't know, Fern. Um, and um, Russell Bra- uh, Richard Russell, Russell Branson. I've mixed, Rick, I've mixed Richard Branson and Russell Brand. Russell Brand. He does it with his comedy. Many comedians take the pain that they experience in their life and they turn it into humour and they're often tortured souls, but at least they've monetized it. At least they've created something that matters and means something to them and does good for the world and gives them this therapy. And Joe Rogan on his podcast, you know, he, he talks about politics, he talks about all the subjects that a lot of people are, are, are taboo that they don't really dare talk about. He talks about them all. He gets, he has drinks, he, has, he smokes weed, he just has these really long conversations. He expresses his passion for, you know, uh, hunting and um, martial arts and all these things that he's into. And, you know, like if he didn't have that podcast, he'd probably get himself to a lot of trouble on social media or in, in real life. I know I would. So turn your pain and your therapy and your managing your emotions and storing them into money, into brand, into reach, into exposure. This is what my podcast and my live feeds and and things like that have done for me. And I wanted to share that they could do the same for you. So to use your pain as gifts for others. When you're hurting, help others who are hurting. When you're alone, help others who are alone. That's the best way to take your therapy and to make it matter into the world rather than to become a victim or to get angry or to store it and get ill. Um, you know, which I know I used to do a lot. So thanks for allowing me my own therapy. And I hope you got something useful out of this quick caffeine cast, Rob's ran, whatever um, it's going to be for the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. Oh, wait a minute. Remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. <laughs> <laughs>